On that note, this morning, we're going to be talking about the wisdom of God. I don't know if it's wisdom to have a, an electronic. Maybe I should be bringing paper into the equation. But uh, chat GPT. Man, you need to be speaking to G-O-D, man. Forget chat GPT. Anyway, that's a side note. It's got nothing to do with the word. But anyway, hey, you know, over last week, we started on Proverbs chapter 2. And today is going to be part two of that. And I just really am just so thrilled to be able to share the Word of God with you today. And we see that last week that the uh, last week where we spoke that Solomon exactly, you know what's really interesting before I even continue, I love how the Holy Spirit speaks to people. Who knows what I'm talking about today? You know what's interesting? I, was, I didn't actually expect Karen to deliver the offering message the way she did. In fact, she even, she must have somehow hacked into my iPad and got my scriptures. Because legit, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So, with that, today's message is called The Benefits. Someone say, The Benefits? Hey, of God's wisdom. Oh, yeah, you could have repeated that. That's pretty good. I pray that today, as we get into a deep dive into Proverbs chapter 2, that the Holy Spirit will illuminate something in your life that you will walk out of this place different, changed by the power of God, and that you will make decisions and do things that not only bring honour to the name of Jesus, but be a blessing to you and your family. And I love how the Holy Spirit is the source of revelation. Can I hear an amen today? Who knows that the Holy Spirit is the source of revelation? It is not popular opinion. That's not the source of revelation. It is not what you can type on the end of a search or a search engine that's going to give you revelation. It is the Holy Spirit that is the source of revelation. And today, we're doing the second part of the word on wisdom called the benefits of God's wisdom. Let's have a quick look at the word. Proverbs 2, we're going to pick it up from verse 6. I know we've read it already in the offering, I know. But I pray the Holy Spirit show you something today. Let's have a look. And here we go. For the Lord gives wisdom. Someone say wisdom. For His mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. Someone say upright. For He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice. He preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity and every good path. We need to understand that there is a benefit that comes when we are obedient to the Word of God and we listen to the Word of God. Can I hear an amen today? There is a benefit that God has for you. And now let me get this straight today. We don't serve God, nor do we be obedient to God or His Word because of the benefits that He gives us. But our motivation in doing the will of God for our lives, moving in His calling Discipling other people is purely based on loving God. I'm going to put that straight out today. 
Because we live in a society where society will come and tell you, hey, sign up with us so you can receive some benefits. I was, just, I was at a certain auto store uh, yesterday looking all greasy and nasty, which only funnily enough, I try to go to those stores where nobody sees me looking really nasty. And one of the guys in church uh, before the service said to me, Pastor James, I saw you walked into that auto store and I was on the phone. I thought, come on, bro, like straight up. And as I was, as I was purchasing um, this product for a vehicle, the guy at the cash register said to me, hey, what is your contact number? And the reason why he did that is because I happen to be a club member with this particular store that has certain benefits attached. And I was thinking about the motivation and the reason why we serve the Lord. Some people serve God just for the benefits that God gives us. And yes, and can I tell you that there are benefits in serving God But the reason why we serve God is not based on what we can receive from God, but rather what the love of God has done for you and I. We need to go to a point in our Christianity that our Christianity is not surface level receiving. Come on, hear me out today. But I'm going to encourage everyone in the house to go for a deep dive to discover true riches in grace that is only finding loving Jesus Christ and being obedient and submitted to His Word. There is a certain level of depth of your walk with Christ that will only come when you love the Lord. That gets you to a place of surrender and being obedient. And guess what? Following His ways. Not my own. Because I think sometimes, you know, we think that it's my way or the highway. But that's not how the kingdom of God works. The kingdom of God is counterculture. And so can I encourage everyone in the room today, go into a deep level relationship with Christ. More than just what you can receive from God. Come on, more than what you can get out. Oh, it's, Our relationship with Christ, let it be not just a transactional relationship. Come on, hear me out today. Let it be a transactional relation. Get to a place where you get into a deep level and discover the true riches and grace and mercy. And maybe today you're in a place where your relationship with Christ is based on receiving and benefit. Can I encourage you? Go deeper. Come on. Go deeper and discover that there is more to Christ than what you can get. But there is more, there is a lot more when you love God And you seek after his face and say, Lord, your will be done in my life, not my own. Your will be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Not my kingdom come and my will be done. So with benefits, there is a the benefit of loving Christ. We can understand that there is a byproduct to our relationship. This is a byproduct. It is not the main thing. Hear me out. Your relationship with Christ is not just about benefits. But we need to understand that He is the main thing. He is the prize. He is the one who can do things, who can change your life. He is the one that you should be striving for. Everything else is just rubbish. Oh, 
Pastor James, how could you say? Are you saying the blessings of God are rubbish? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I'm, we're putting things into eternal perspective. God, you are the prize. You are the one I am seeking after. You are the one that has my heart. You are the one who has my devotion. But everything else that you give me as a, as a byproduct of that, I'll gladly receive it. But ultimately, God, at the end of the day, if you choose not to bless me, I will still seek after your face and I will still humble myself before you. New level of relationship. If your relationship with Christ is based on benefits and based on blessings, what, what happens when things don't happen the way you thought they were? There is no basis of foundation. Everyone watching online in the room today, your relationship with Christ is the foundation of everything that you do. And it has to be. Or else everything else is just sinking sand. But don't get me wrong. There is a blessing attached to everything that we do that lines up with his plan and his purpose. So Solomon in verse 6 is speaking to his son and the reader of the text that wisdom comes from God. It does. As we discovered last week, wisdom only comes into full effect when application is present. It's one thing to hear the voice of God. And can I encourage you, listen and learn to listen. Open up your heart, open up your ears and say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Your servant is listening. But can I encourage you, do not let that be the place where there's a full stop. Where the Holy Spirit speaks and there's a full stop. It should be when the Holy Spirit speaks, great. Now there's a reciprocation, there is an action, there is something that I need to do based on what the Holy Spirit has said in order to see wisdom come into full effect in our lives. So can I encourage you, there are people in the house today, the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you and you need to get off your sweet assurance and get moving and go and do something with what the Holy Spirit has asked you to do. Let's go. The theme for this house this year, do not let it be just a nice fancy banner in the hallway designed by our creative team. Let it be more than that. Let it be something that's in your heart that says, Holy Spirit, I'm going to hear your voice and I'm going to go in Jesus' name. There is something that happens with action. With that in mind, If you have someone in your life, and thank God for the amazing people that God brings in our lives. Amen. Aren't you just so grateful for God uh, relationships? It's like, I shouldn't even be in relationship with this person, but God, you've brought them into my life and they can bring such wisdom, such blessing, and it's so amazing. But can I encourage you with this thought? When we have a person that is wise in our lives, and when they speak, they should never get you to a place where what they say contradicts the Word of God. There are people, sometimes I think we can get confused. We see someone as wise, but what they say contradicts the Bible. Can I tell you something today? We don't serve a God of disorder. We serve a God of order. And if you are melancholy today, Aren't you glad that God crosses T's and dots I's? Oh, he does do that too. 
And you've got to understand is that when wise people come into our world and even godly people, we need to filter what people say through the word of God and the touch of the Holy Spirit. Because I love what Jesus said in Matthew 12, 25. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. So think about that. Why would God put a word in someone's heart that totally contradicts his word? Doesn't make sense. God's a God of unity. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, unison working together. So with that, what are the benefits of God's wisdom? Well, the first benefits of God's wisdom is we receive knowledge and understanding. Notice the word wisdom does not bring confusion or disruption. This is because God's a God of order. There are times where we have people come into our lives and they bring wisdom. But if, if it does not line up with the word of God, then maybe we need to question, is that really wisdom? Or is it just humanistic thinking? Have you ever considered this? The, the word knowledge, what is that? The word knowledge is a, is a fact or condition or knowing something with familiarity gained through experience and association. But listen to this. Have you ever thought for a moment that the whole that God, one of the attributes of God is, is omniscience? Do you know what that word means? Let me explain what that means. This is one of the attributes of God is omniscience, which means that he is all-knowing. God is all-knowing in the sense that he is aware of the past. He knows what's happening in the present. And he knows the future. Nothing takes him by surprise. His knowledge is total. It's complete. So how does this work in our everyday lives? When we come to God and we need wisdom and we read a text that says from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding, we need to understand that we are listening to someone with experience who knows the past, present and future, whose understanding is not limited, whose word and wisdom is based on knowing and understanding everything. With that, let me just say this. Do not let the Holy Spirit be your last point of call. Let, your Holy, let the Holy Spirit be the first point of call. Because sometimes I think we were too busy asking people with tunnel vision. When really we could just go to the Holy Spirit who knows everything, past, present and future, and His knowledge is total. I mean, just on that alone, wouldn't that be a good place to start? Absolutely it is. We're dealing with someone who knows stuff. The next thing, with the benefits of God that are available to us is we are protected by God. In verse seven, we see that he, the Lord, stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He's a shield to those who walk uprightly. So in order to have access to the benefit of wisdom that the Lord has for us, there is an onus on us to make good choices. The benefit of wisdom is available, but listen carefully, is not necessarily automatic. Hear me out. Is not necessarily automatic. There is an onus on us to make wise choices. If we are deliberately doing things and, and making decisions that are out of line with the Word of God and the Bible calls it sin, 
We cannot expect to have the wisdom of God present because God is not where sin is. We need to, and if you're in a place today where you do not like what's happening out of the other end of that mirror, maybe it's time to repent and say, God, I am sorry, turn around, move on and do your best and allow the wisdom of God to change your life. We need to do this. Why would God entrust us with the benefit of wisdom if we cannot make wise choices? I love how not only does God give us wisdom in his word, but God actively works to defend, guard and preserve those who walk in his ways. Let's get that straight. We are not perfect. But when we read the scripture, sometimes we can count ourselves out and you think, you know what? The Bible talks about being upright. I'm as far from upright as it, as it comes. And sometimes we can count ourselves out of the equation. But let me encourage you, no matter where you find yourself, come back to God. Allow the conviction of the Holy Spirit to touch your heart. Repent and do your best. When we continually do this, what happens? You will notice that sin that used to be a stronghold over your life will begin to loosen its grip. You see, strongholds, listen carefully, strongholds are tight because they are not dealt with. We, we deal with them when we come to God and we repent and we allow the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting, to pry out those areas of our lives that are holding us back today. Could it be today that continual repentance and submission to the Holy Spirit with the wisdom of God will give you the breakthrough in the area of a stronghold that needs to be released in your life? Can I encourage you, go on a journey when you say, Holy Spirit, what are some of the areas of my life that need to be loosened? And stop trying to loosen it yourself. Come before God and allow the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting as you repent and say, God, have your way. He will be your shield to those who walk uprightly. What does this mean? Does it mean, it means, oh, hang on a second, let me, what does this mean? The Lord will actively protect you. He will cause, and what, let me ask you, what causes a person to be upright? Is this someone that is perfect? That's got it all going on? Whose place is immaculate? Whose thought patterns are, you know, 100% all the time? No. What gets us upright is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. It gets you to a place of right standing. Genesis 15, I love this. And and let me read this verse six. Abraham believed God. Sorry, believed God. Oh my goodness, I didn't write this properly. Do we have it on the screen? I'm really struggling here. No, we don't. Okay, it doesn't matter. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. So what does this mean? No amount of theatrics, no amount of doing good, doing good stuff is going to get us into right standing with God. You know what gets into right standing with God? Is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, that's how you were born again. Think about that for a second. You are in right standing with God when you said yes to the Lord Jesus Christ. You open up your heart. He came in and He changed your life and continues to transform you into the light in the person and the likeness of Christ. In other words, right standing with Christ is not based on the works that you perform, but rather 
you're put in right standing because of your belief in God. He's a shield to those who walk uprightly. In other words, He will actively protect you because you believe in Him. The benefits of God's wisdom. Last point, God will handle circumstance. God will handle circumstance. He guards the path of justice and preserves the way of the saints. The Lord will guard the path of justice. To guard. What is that? That's to watch over, to protect and to control. Put that into perspective. Think about that for a minute. The Lord will watch over your family. The Lord will protect your mind, will protect your business. The Lord will control situations and circumstances for who? For you. Have you ever been in a situation where it seems like the wicked prosper? Let me encourage you today. The Lord will ensure, God, the Lord will guard and ensure fair Treatment. And what is that? Fair treatment. Treatment that's out an outcome that is reasonable and that is just. It's a reminder that we need to let God handle some things. In a world of DIY, do it yourself. Do not take the bunning slogan and into your relationship with God in relation to circumstance. Some of us, we're, too, we're good at DIY in our homes, but we need to be good at letting God do it in circumstance. Do not, and you know what? Another thing I've found sometimes, and this, this is probably not you, this is me. God, I leave it to you, but a week later, I'm taking it back, baby. Come on, let go. God, I'm giving it to you. And maybe for some of us in there, you need to continually let it go and give it to God and allow Him to handle your circumstances. It's our God who wants to do the heavy lifting. Jesus said, and I hope I get this right because it's hard to quote Scripture sometimes when I, you know what I'm saying. Take my yoke upon you. It'd be good if I remember the rest of it. And my, yeah, that's right. For my yoke is, oh, thank you, Jesus, for amazing people. For my yoke is easy and what my burden is. Some of us, we're too busy taking the burden. But we've got to allow God. We've got to let it go. Wisdom. Let God handle the circumstances in your life. The benefits of God's wisdom are available to all of us. They are not automatic. There are things that we need to do. And when we do that, we receive knowledge and understanding that comes from the Holy Spirit. When we do, we see God's protection over our lives. When we do, and we let go, we let God handle the circumstances. And what happens when we do that? Verse 9, then you will 
understand righteousness and justice and equity and every good path. You know, more than just hearing a word today, I know the Holy Spirit wants to download some facts into you so that you can walk out of this place with the wisdom of God and the application to see His blessing available upon your life.